Shira, if you're ready. So today's episode, we will be talking about the two newest Ghostbusters movies, one of which came out like six years ago. So arguably not that new, but in comparison, yes, new. And the other came out, uh, what, this year in 2022? 2021. 2021, it came out when I was late to the party. But um, one was like a gender bending Ghostbusters and the other was a continuation of the original canon, the original universe. So that is what we will be discussing today. Yeah, and the one speaking, the one originally that you just heard was Lucy. And oh, yeah, that's Mariana. <laughs> good, to, good to hear from you, see you, be with you again. Thanks for joining us. We're excited to talk about the Gearsbusters. We call them all the time. They don't answer, but. Just gotta live with them damn ghosts. Hope springs eternal, you know? Although <laughs> I really do like Slimer. I would never call the Ghostbusters if I met Slimer, to be real. Unless he was eating my food. I mean, I, I would watch that and be delighted even though it's disgusting, I I would find delight in watching the Slimer eat. But anyway, let's let's discuss why we're discussing these two Ghostbuster movies. Because, well, I mean, the reason I think we're discussing is because Lucy and I grew up with the old school 1984 film of the same name ghostbusters and it was the ovaries it was amazing and it is amazing i i dream about it to this day it it fucks for lack of a better saying definitely fucks um so when they came out with a female version of course i am female Lucy is female. I was excited and even more excited to hear that it starred Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones. Funny people. Just funny ladies. And then also also a a nice looking Chris Hemsworth. Mm, That's some good eye candy there. Love Um, it. But there were a lot of people who were really, really upset about this release and the reason i'm sure is because it didn't follow the traditional canon it wasn't part of the i mean i think some people were legit pissed that it was just a bunch of chicks okay or that or because i don't know that they even knew that it didn't follow the canon for a long time and then when they found out it didn't follow the canon they were like well that's why i'm actually mad and i'm like (laughs) think you were mad at the vaginas yeah this is an excuse not the vaginas anymore people have started being weird about gender bending characters even though it's a very there's been gender bent characters in comics and stories and all of that forever so it's just a very yeah it's on trend hate yeah it is sad yeah because like the story the the story was actually pretty entertaining like I, I think Lucy, you remember it better than I do with the the two main characters, Kristen Wiig and um Melissa. Melissa McCarthy. They were and, ac- they were academics who wrote a book on ghosts and got kind of laughed at and 
shamed out of their professions. And then Melissa McCarthy continued on her ghost quest, her ghostbuster quest, basically. And Kristen Wiig tried to act like it didn't happen and continue her career in academia. <laughs> only to then get sucked back in to the ghost world. Oh! Who, who can keep themselves away? <laughs> I mean, because Melissa had never really pulled herself away from the ghosts, right? And she Correct. pulls she pulls her friend back in. Um, and of course, because um, Wig is pulled back in, her tenure at Columbia University is now no more. She denied because denied. of a viral video of her getting covered in ectoplasm and saying, go surreal, go surreal. It's probably hey, one of the most excellent parts of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in Jurassic Park where she's like, <laughs> yep, exactly. Or like in uh, Blair Witch with the, the snot close up of the camera. Oh. <laughs> Oh, all of these remembrances. They're so great. Nostalgia. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this this was very different than the other Ghostbusters that came out just recently, recently in 2021 called Ghostbusters Afterlife. This one actually um is canon and it does follow right after well it not right after it does follow the storyline um of the 1984 movie and um but unlike the 1984 movie is not about adults it's about no. some kids it's got kids so i don't know if if you don't if you don't like watching kids want running around taking care of business, then you might not like this movie. But if you don't mind, then, I mean, and Paul Rudd is in it. He's always- Paul fun. Rudd is great. Yeah, Paul Rudd is like the man in whatever he's in, just hysterical. Yeah, so, and also <laughs> he becomes the gatekeeper. Yes. So that just, that just did it for me. I was done at that point. I was like, yeah. yes! I loved Paul Rudd when he is the summer school teacher and just put on Cujo for the first day of summer school class okay that that is <laughs> and then you go into like they there's another scene of like the second day in summer school class and he just had child's play on and I was like why is he just showing them just these awful horror movies no big that deal no that's big his deal. summer school yeah. God. Oh, and also what I loved about it was that one of the big parts of the movie was their their podcast, Phoebe discovers oh, yes. the haunted farmhouse and a ghost residing in it, like um leads her to the trap. And then and then um she shows Gary. Gary Gobsman or yeah. Grobsman. Yeah. <laughs> New friend of podcast. Yeah. Because, you yeah, know, podcasts then, are so cool. 
Exactly. Um, Podcast was actually probably my favorite character in that movie. Um, I just, he had some of the best lines. Um, I enjoyed his role in all of that. When they went to go to the mountain, the mines, and he was talking about all the toxic gas and everything and just puts his shirt over his face and says, I do this. Right? And covered his face. Oh I thought God. that was funny. That was very funny. He had some great moments. Um, and I definitely, I think that movie overall had his, I actually, I think the beginning was really slow. I think they probably could have cut a good 20 minutes off of that runtime because it was a bit slow at the beginning. There was a little bit too much buildup. Um, it wasn't the type of movie where I felt like it needed that kind of a buildup for some emotional attachment to the characters. You didn't need it. Um, so yeah. I did think that the beginning was slow and it took a little while to get going. But then once it got going, it was definitely, it was a fun family romp. Yeah, and honestly, I wanted to see Bill Murray earlier and I wanted, I wanted to see, yeah, I wanted to see Bill earlier. I wanted, it was night. Nice. Actually, I really did. I thought it was cool how they showed Egon Spangler. Mm -hmm. I agree. How he posthumously appears. I liked that a lot. And I liked that they didn't have him talk. I liked that they didn't try to do Oh, that would have been so dumb. That would have been right. so awful. And it, like, damn, that girl looks so much like Spangler. Yeah, very good casting. Related? Because, damn. <laughs> because, it, damn. Yes, excellent casting, excellent casting. And she yeah. was actually, she was good um, in that role too. Um, it was fun. I honestly, I kind of wish there was more ghost stuff. In that Me movie too! Because oh, there really wasn't, and that's, it was like, it was like, like a little too much on the people's relationships with each other and not enough. Like they had that cool blue ghost and then that was it. It was the blue ghost and then it was Gozer. And I was right. like, there was no buildup of ghosts. There was no fun ghostiness there yeah. was the one well the marshmallow men and that which wasn't was cool. really i mean that was cool but then like it wasn't you know, really flying around a bit but like i wanted to see mm -hmm. them everywhere all the time yeah like the way like messing with people right they even had that montage in the originals where it's like you know people getting the runner the ghost runner the, the yes. they, they had that mom the yes. guy in the taxi all of that and and I kind of missed that there wasn't enough ghost actual ghosts and the ghosts they did have looked good so I know it would have been cool but just having that blue ghost and then going right to Gozer who also looked fucking dope um yeah. that was really cool and it was like what they did was cool and it definitely had its moments um but I do they tried to focus too much on the people and some relationships that you ultimately don't care about or don't need that much depth in. Cause it's not for that. It's like, it's ghostbusters. It's about the ghosts. It's for the ghosts. They can build their relationships through the ghosting. And outside of that, I don't really care. Yeah, you're right. They, I mean, it could have been, and I, I think they could have balanced it more with more comedy and less mm -hmm. seriousness. I like Agreed. the goofiness of the first one. I, I think that made it a lot more charming than, mm -hmm. you know, the, the being so serious with the, come on, you. this is a ghost movie. It is, and it's a silly ghost movie. It's a silly ghost movie. I mean, it's and not 13 part ghosts. of the charm is inserting a bit 
of seriousness within the comedy. But just a bit, not, a bit. We're, not, not, we're, not we're getting evicted and my dad died and he didn't care about me. And then yeah. wait the entire movie to get a joke out of that. And it's like, yeah, like, oh dear God, the drama. Yeah, it was just too much drama. Yeah. But, you know, the crying at the jail and why didn't you tell me it was a scientist? I was like, okay. Like if that alone would have happened, it would have been a good dramatic point that would have been your point to like enter some of the drama but because there was so much drama or so much dramatic in emphasis on some of the dramatic aspects of the storyline it made the parts where it would have shined not not so much it yeah. just, just, dull. just a little dull a little bit of a miss but that's you know it actually it's made... also a kid's movie yeah and the other ones aren't but that's also weird. Like I would, yes. <laughs> I would assume that a kids movie would be less serious. But hey, you know things are different now. We grew up with different movies, and well, I mean, it's like the Stranger Things era. People are like, because it's not okay. Here's the thing, and this is this is my hypothesis. It's not actually for kids. It's for the people who are now adults who are like, I remembered watching this as kids, so I'm going to, when I watch this, pretend that's me as a kid being able to live out my nostalgic fantasy. Oh, but it's so wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it doesn't work. It's just, oh, the juxtaposition is just not working. I know, and that's my problem with like most kids stuff that but also the nostalgic stuff is like, first of all, as I've gotten older, I care less and less about kids' adventures and kids' problems. It, you know, it's like the pretty white people with problems. Like, I don't give a shit about your high school problems. I don't because they're stupid. Like just for like when I was a kid, yes, it was very important and I could get very attached, but I don't care. <laughs> exactly. I'm mad at my mom because she told me I'm grounded for breaking expensive things. It's like, yeah, your ass would be grounded. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but I have kids. So I'm like, I agree with the parents in this movie. Like, as stupid <laughs> as that sounds, it really is like, bitch, I don't give a shit what you're going through. You're 10. Shut up. <laughs> oh, man, I know. When I started having those thoughts, I was like, oh, shit, I'm old. Oh, exactly. Oh, shit. But that's oh, fine no. because like I'll still watch kids movies like actual kids movies I'll watch those and some of them are very good I love the cars movies like those are actually awesome great movies um I don't like movies with kids in them that are like focused on the kids problems especially when in my opinion they're not made for kids they're made for adults who've never grown up and refuse so to actually be adults for you. this was a hard watch for you Yes. And no, it definitely had its moments. Um, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a flaming dog turd. Um, and it wasn't that. Okay. It was fun. I also watched it with my two-year-old. So like that made it more fun. Um, although granted he's probably a little young for it. I'm a terrible mother. Um, did he like it though? He did. He liked it enough. He liked the doggy ghost and he was like, they got a but he kept saying they got to bust the ghosts. They're going to bust him. I was like, yeah, they're going to bust them. They're going to bust those ghosts. Um, when Gozer ripped that guy in half, we just yeah. kind of didn't bring any attention to it. That was a little intense. He kind, of, he kind of kind of glazed over it. And Sean and I looked at each other like, hmm. <laughs> that was kind of extreme for what this rating is. She just 
ripped that man in half. <laughs> just another day in the neighborhood. Another day yeah. in the neighborhood. We kept calling the goat, um, the goat, the gatekeeper and the key master. We were like bad doggy ghosts. <laughs> Was that the bad doggy ghost? Yes, it is. They gonna get him? They gonna bust him? Yes. Yes. Good guys win. So it was more enjoyable with just the incessant questions of if nobody's ever, if you've never watched a movie with a two-year-old, let me tell you, it's an awful experience. They just do not stop talking, but (laughs) (laughs) good guy, good guy, bad guy. (laughs) Oh, no. Just literally nonstop. But in this case, it made it more enjoyable. Well, I could definitely see that. I think if I had to choose between the two, I would have to go with Ghostbusters. It's more memorable for me. I think so too. um, I did really like the special effects that they used when they did have ghosts on yes um the afterlife i agree i think i think ultimately the effects in afterlife were better it's also six years later so they better be that's true Um, they better be (laughs) but uh i think yeah overall as a movie even though i had serious problems with the ghostbusters movie um i was not a huge fan of leslie jones character in that movie she wasn't it wasn't terrible but not a huge fan I actually did not really like Kate McKinnon in that um but I go back and forth on her I think she kind of to me she's like a bit character and it was a little too much of a bit like I don't know it just wasn't I'd have to go back and revisit the movie but I think it was a little too much her and not yeah, I think character. you were you were you were looking for too much out of that movie. I wasn't looking for much. Yeah, if you're not looking for any, yeah, I mean, but Kristen Wiig, awesome. Melissa McCarthy, awesome. I think the overall story was really fun, and there was a lot of ghost stuff in that movie, and that's mainly what I was looking for. There was a lot of ghost stuff. Yeah, and all the Chris Hemsworth, all the himbo stuff was hilarious because, uh, yes, which one makes me look more like a doctor? the pictures of him one doesn't he have a saxophone in one of those pictures yes (laughs) i feel like he's shirtless yeah (laughs) which one makes me look more like a doctor (laughs) oh okay he like didn't know how to answer a phone that was hilarious yeah he was like a legit idiot (laughs) but so pretty um And the villain was cool. I liked the villain in that one and the whole like ghost machines. I actually think that one had more in line with the originals as far as like the heart of it. Yes. And the things they were trying to implement. Totally agree. But yeah, and it's so funny. There are elements from each movie that were more aligned to the first than the other, but they both fell short in some way Mm -hmm. it's a shame that they couldn't just meld together yeah I agree I agree um I think if Jason Reitman would have been involved with the chick one it would have made the difference honestly because Jason Reitman is Ivan Reitman's son and just oh and he's um, the one who directed 
afterlife. Afterlife. So right. Makes- so I think yeah, I think if he would have been involved, if some some of the original people involved would have been involved with the female reboot, it would have had all the pieces in place to be like excellent because it really had a lot of it had a lot of the elements there, and they maybe just didn't align perfectly. And then some of the things were just kind of a miss, but overall, I think it was a more enjoyable movie. And like you said, more memorable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any last words? Um, himbos for life. No. Himbos for life. <laughs> yeah, let's go looking for a himbo after this. Yeah, we need a himbo to just be our useless secretary. I like um, it. She I will say a himbo. Exactly. The ultimate himbo will always and forever be Brendan Fraser. He's just the ultimate himbo. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. I'm very sad that he got blacklisted for so long, but, um, you know, he's got his career back and all that good stuff. We could have a whole episode on. All right. We could could do that. Let's revisit (laughs) that later. But yeah, I guess my final words are himbos for life and also go surreal. Go surreal. All right. On that note, I'm going to call Brendan Fraser and shit i'm gonna watch the mummy <laughs> all right that sounds good y'all better come back now yeah we'll see you we'll see you next time she if you're ready what is best in life crush your enemies see them driven before you I hear a lamentation of the women ah!